0: Yo, it's Mark Shannock with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, July 19th. You can follow the show. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. We're also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. I'm excited for today's show. I'm going to be breaking down. Breaking down the NFC West. We're going to talk player projections, team and player expectations. But first, we have some news. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the news. News with views. All right, so running back, J.K. Dobbins out of Baltimore. Uh, The NFL Network's uh, Ian Rappaport reports that Dobbins' knee um, is no sure thing to be ready for week one. And then later on, Dobbins tweets, I might, these are in quotes, I might not have, or I might not even go On the pup because that's how good my rehab is going, and I'm damn sure going to be ready for week one," replied Dobbins. Um, So he's recovering from a torn ACL suffered in the first, no, in the final weeks of August last year. There, and then we'll move him up or down our draft boards accordingly. So he's a wait and see right now. Uh, Quarterback Deshaun Watson uh, from the Cleveland Browns. So Yahoo's Charles Robinson reports Watson is going to sue the NFL if he is suspended for the entire 2022 season. Well, that's going to be interesting. Um, The timing of the arbitrator Sue Robinson's decision on Watson's punishment still remains unclear at the moment. So a lot of we're going to have to wait and see. Um, I'm expecting Watson to not play at all this year. It's kind of frustrating when you see uh, wide receiver Calvin Ridley get suspended a full season for betting on a couple games or a game. He gets a full season, and Watson for sexual misconduct gets less. I don't understand how those are you know equivalent. So I see the NFL coming out as at least a full year this year, if not more. We'll see. That's We'll, we'll react when it comes to that. Let's get on to the main event. We got the NFC West. We're gonna kick it off with the Arizona Cardinals. So last year, uh, they were eleven and six, kind of weird. Well, I forgot they went seven and zero, oh, and then they just kind of fell apart the second half. So eleven and six. The win totals this year is at nine and a half. Not bad. I expect them to beat that. Um, so let's get right into the player projections. Quarterback Kyler Murray. he's right now he's going mid 6th round, about six and a half. I got him for forty two hundred yards, twenty seven touchdowns, twelve interceptions. uh, About 500 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns. I like him where his um, draft price is right now. I would be taking him in uh, as late fifth, um, mid sixth is fantastic. If you can get him even later than that, that's uh, to me, that's a win. Uh, Running back James Conner, he's going at 3 8. So mid third or late third, um, I'd take him as early as a. The first part of the third round, maybe like the late of the second round. So I like his value a lot too. I got him for 957 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, 46 receptions, 380 yards, and two touchdowns. I see him having touchdown regression this year. He had, I think, was it 16 touchdowns total last, last season? I don't see him getting that much. I could easily see him getting nine to 13 touchdowns um, they like to run the ball inside the five, and that means James Conner. The one question for him is, will he stay healthy all year long? So if you're concerned about that, the next running back is Daryl Williams. He's a new addition there. He is going to be the handcuff. Right now he's going in the 14th round. I like him. For his season projections, is 300 yards, three rushing touchdowns, 25 receptions for 27 or 270 yards, and one touchdown. Nothing fancy, but he's the main clear handcuff if something happens to Conner. So he's a nice late-round flyer. For a running back that I like to draft this year. Um, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, he's suspended for the first six games for PED use. He's not fighting it, he's taking the six-game suspension. So, with that sp- suspension, he's going in the 10th round, about 10 and a half. I'm okay with that. I don't want I wouldn't take him any later than maybe eight and a half, nine. Um, But So I have him projected for 61 receptions, 753 yards, and 6 touchdowns. When he comes back, he's going to be the guy there in Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury runs his offense around Hopkins. So I'm not suggesting to draft Hopkins at all. I'm not trying to target him in any way, shape, or form in my drafts. I might be trying to acquire him in a trade during the midseason, or maybe somebody drops him because they need a bench spot or something like that. I will scoop him up then. Wide receiver Marquise Brown, the new addition there. They traded for him. Um, He's going in the eighth round right now. That's a steal of a value. I love his value. I could see him doing a lot like what he did last year in Baltimore. Got him for 77 receptions, 1,026 yards, seven touchdowns, and it could go even better than that because him and Kyler had chemistry when they played together in college. And then the tight end is Zach Erse. He's one of my later... um, Tight end, late round targets, I guess, or guys that I'll just, um, if I don't get the guys I'm looking for, I'll just take him as one of my later picks. He's going in the 10th round at 10 and a half. I got him for 60 receptions, 650 yards, five touchdowns. Um, He'll have more value early in the season because of Hopkins suspension. So they'll look to him earlier. So he'll be very good uh, streaming option early in the year. Next is the Los Angeles Rams. So last year they were twelve and five. Uh, the win totals projected for this year is at ten and a half. I see them beating that. I see them doing a lot of what they did last year. Matthew Stafford second year with with McVay. So we got quarterback Matthew Stafford. He's going in the ninth round. He's going to finish a top ten uh, fantasy quarterback this year. So I'm not looking to target him. But if I if I miss out on Kyler or um, Jalen and Stafford's there I'll take him or Brady or or uh, Rogers as my quarterback that you know if I missed out on one of the guys I was looking at um, Stafford's going in the ninth round got in projected for 4,800 yards 38 touchdowns 12 interceptions 100 rushing yards no rushing touchdowns so pretty standard there the running back there is Cam Akers He's going in the fourth round, early fourth, late third. Got him for 983 yards, eight touchdowns, 33 receptions, 255 receiving yards and two touch two receiving touchdowns. Um I like his value there. He's it's going to be hard for him because he's coming back from his injury, he tore his Achilles and we have n- like no news or no History or on on the or data of the history of that kind of injury and players coming back the next year and being anything fantasy relevant. So he's going to be the kind of guinea pig when it comes to that. So we're in, right now where he's going in drafts. He's going to either exceed expectations or he's going to just bomb and blow up your team. And so you have to make your own decision on what do you believe Cam Akers is going to be. Do you believe he can be? that Todd Gurley-esque style running back that the Rams so desirely want and try to use, or is he just going to disappear and be nothing? So we have to make that decision. I'm leaning more towards that he will do, and he'll he'll outperform where he's being drafted. I like the talent. I think he can do it. It might take him a little bit. And I bet you this time next year we'll be kicking ourselves like we were with Cooper Cup last year, going, "Why? why did we question this at all? Uh, The running back handcuff there is Daryl Henderson. Nothing fancy there other than if Akers isn't the guy, Henderson's the next man up. He's going in the 14th round. I got him for like 500 yards, five rushing touchdowns, 25 receptions for 200 uh, receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Pretty standard backup kind of guy. But, um, again, he's the handcuff going forward. The wide receivers are Cooper Cup. Everybody knows him. He's going in the first round about the fourth pick. Um, I got him for 133 receptions, 1,700 yards, and 10 touchdowns. I could see the touchdowns going close to what he did last year as well. That's easy. Um, I wouldn't expect that. That's why I got him projected for 10. It's hard to repeat that many touchdowns again, but him and Stafford have that special connection with the, you know, their breakfast club. The new man in town is Allen Robinson. Right now he's going in the eight, mid-eighth round. Got him projected for 62 receptions, 800 yards, 7 touchdowns. Um, you're going to have, he's kind of like Cam Akers. You're going to have to make that, um, not prediction, but that your, your gut guess on Robinson is he's going to either outproduce that or he's going to be where he's at or lower. Um, I'm not taking the gamble on Robinson at the moment. I'd rather take Van Jefferson, the other receiver there. He's going in the 14th round. I got him projected for 54 receptions, 800 yards, six touchdowns. I could see Van Jefferson making that next level step there. And he's basically going undrafted right now. And then the tight end is Tyler Higbee. He's going to be a streamable option for this year. He's going in the 15th round, 64 receptions, 700 receiving yards, six touchdowns. So when you start Higbee, you're hoping for the touchdown. If you get it, great. You won that week. If not, normal, typical tight end production. Next is the San Francisco 49ers. So, last year they were 10 and 7. That was better than I could remember them. This year uh, they're projected for nine and a half wins. So, I imagine they'll probably do very similar to what they did last year. So, their quarterback is going to be Trey Lance going forward. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is still recovering from his shoulder injury, and most likely they will cut him or trade him if they can. So, Trey Lance is going to be the man up there. I like him because he's going in the 12th round right now. That's an awesome second backup flyer quarterback to draft if you have the bench spots available in your draft. Um, I got him projected for 3,800 passing yards, 23 passing touchdowns, 13 interceptions, but I got him running for about 500 yards and five rushing touchdowns, but that could even be more because Kyle Shanahan is a smart coach. He puts his players in good posi- uh, good situations to exceed what they are and especially highlight what they're good at. Uh, the running back there is Eliza... Uh, Elijah Mitchell. Uh, Right now he's going like mid-fourth, late-fourth round at 4.8. I got him projected for 872 yards, seven touchdowns, 21 receptions for 150 receiving yards, one one receiving touchdown. Um, The nice thing there is – well, it's not nice. So last year he got hurt five different times. That's going to be the question is we've never had – a consistent running back from year to year to year in san francisco it's always been a new guy each year so the question is will mitchell stay healthy is he gonna get hurt and somebody else gonna come in and take over we don't know but where he's being drafted right now if he does stay healthy or he plays the first half of the season at least that's a steal in the draft to take a san francisco running back there next is wide receiver debo samuel he's going uh end of the second round um I was kind of off of him until I was uh, reading an article on Debo and kind of changed my mind a little bit where I would take him third round. Anywhere in the third round, sure. Um, Not really. Maybe late, like late second, which is kind of where he's going now. So if he happens to slip in your draft, then I could find the value there. Got him rushing for 430 yards, three rushing touchdowns. 68 receptions for 1,063 receiving yards and 5 receiving touchdowns. Debo is the man. Uh, He's still got to stay healthy, so that's going to be a question mark there. Uh, But I do like Debo. I would not shy away from drafting him, especially if you got a Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey-type running back to help balance that out. They could have some monster weeks there that just win you your weeks. Uh, The next wide receiver is Brandon Ayuk. He's going in the 12th round. Got him projected for 60 receptions, 850 yards, 5 receiving touchdowns. Nothing special there. I probably will pass on Ayuk. He'll be a waiver wire pickup probably midseason. And then the tight end is George Kittle. He's going in the fifth round. I like his value there. I would take him or Waller in that spot. Uh, He Got him projected for 71 receptions for 892 yards and 5 touchdowns. Pretty solid tight end there. He's like the last bit of that tier that's pretty good with him, Waller, and uh, Kyle Pitts next is the Seattle Seahawks so last year they were seven and ten um no more Russell Wilson there their win total projection is at five and a half I see them getting the under um their quarterback is going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith I'm projecting that they will have they'll split the the takes there they'll probably play half the season each I don't know are we excited about any of that? Um, it'll be interesting if... Because there's been some rumors that Jimmy Garoppolo might go there. Well, I don't see San Francisco trading them to a in-division rival. So if Garoppolo gets cut and Seattle signs him, he's going to be the guy going forward. And then we'll adjust the projections then. But as of now, I got Drew Locke as the main guy. I got him projected for 2,200 passing yards, 12 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 71 rushing yards, and 1 touchdown. He's a serviceable enough quarterback. Uh, the running backs there are going to be Rashad Penny and Ken Walker. Um, right now, they're going about the same in drafts. Penny's going about mid-ninth mid, mid ninth round, and Walker's going mid-tenth. Um, Penny I got for 600 yards, four rushing touchdowns, 16 receptions for 134 receiving yards and no receiving touchdowns. Ken Walker, he's the rookie, he's coming in. Um, 860 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns, 38 receptions for 290 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown. I see Penny being the guy to start the year. I could see Walker gaining more as the year goes on and him finishing strong. Um, right now, uh, if Walker, I, I see that his ADP is starting to increase and if by draft season next month, Walker will probably be going ahead of Penny. So if that's the case, I'll take the value of Penny because he'll be the main guy to start the season. And the question is, will he stay healthy? Very similar to Elijah Mitchell. Um so I'll take the value of Penny over Walker. Wh- whatever running back is left. I won't be the first guy to take the first one. I'll take whoever's left over. That's my strategy with those guys. And then the wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. A lot of people are questioning, what do we do with them? DK has been a top you know, 10 re- uh, receiver going forward. Lockett's been a top 15 receiver going forward when Wilson was there. What do you do now? Um... Uh, Metcalf, I, I'm predicting him to do similar what he did, but just not to the ceiling that we're used to. Uh, so I got him projected for 75 receptions, uh, 1100 receiving yards and eight touchdowns. Cause he can catch the touchdowns Tyler Lockett. I got projected for 77 receptions for a yards and four receiving touchdowns. Um, drew lock was okay with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. That's what I look at. These guys is last year. Um, if I were to target one of the two receivers, I'm going to go after Metcalf only at his draft price, which is right now is late fifth round. If he's in the fifth or sixth round, if he's slipping and if your draft is going on and everybody's just off of him, I'll scoop him up as my third receiver. If you can get him in the sixth round and he's your third receiver or fourth receiver, depending on how your draft is going, that could be a value, especially if Garoppolo does ever sign there. I could see Metcalf ceiling then rising some there. Probably off Tyler Lockett this year. Um, I've liked him a lot over the past few seasons, but I'm just not going to take that chance with him. Um, Then the tight end is Noah Fant. He's going uh, mid-14th round. Got him projected for 62 receptions, 700 receiving yards, and three touchdowns. I could see him being sneaky good there. He's got the rapport with Lock. He'll be a streamable tight end that we can just pick up and play whenever we feel the matchup is appropriate. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. The next show we got is the AFC, or no, the NFC East. Yeah, that's right, the NFC East. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe, whatever platform you're on. Leave a rating and review. All right. Till next time. See ya.